0: Something that hasn't worked out alright for me at home here is uh, we got little Winnie, Winnie the Frenchie to sex the other week, right? Mm-hmm. And you know most of the methodology behind this typically is dogs get to sex, they, you know, quieten down, calm down a little bit, you know, maybe get slightly better behaved. But Winston uh, has gone the other end of the spectrum and he's just fucking chewing everything up in the house.
1: Wow.
0: Um, in the lounge room. Remember, remember that sort of little three-tiered wooden bookshelf thing I had. Yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. So on the bottom shelf, we've got like some. We usually have some plants, and I got a heap of books on there. And all of those books now, like I did the quick number crunch last night, about four hundred bucks worth of books because they were like limited edition, like art from Studio Ghibli. There was limited coffee table books. There was I bought like the hardcover Destiny Grimoire anthology that they released for a little while. And Winnie Blue has chewed through all of them. Um, oh, they are chewed to oblivion what? and and they're all hardcover books. So like we've sort of put the numbers together that it's it's sort of a texture thing. Like, you know, for his teeth, he likes that sort of resistance and that like oh. abrasiveness on his teeth because yeah. I had that little like wooden deer um, calendar thing that got chewed to shit. The pop plants got chewed to shit that was on there too, but... Yeah, so that's happened three times this week. Uh, first, it was like one book. Like, oh, maybe it was just a rare occurrence. No, and then yesterday, we, we went out to the shops, came back, and there was just pages and hardcover bits of book and paper and plants and everything thrown throughout the entirety of the house. And he knew straight away because, like, I opened the door and he ran straight up to me and he's, like, pouring at me, like, looking at me. He's, like, I'm sorry. I love you so much. And I didn't wise to it for a second pop my head down the hallway and it was just like a bomb went off in a paper mill like it was bonkers and like the second he knew maybe you should put his nuts back <laughs> that- yeah stick him back yeah. yeah I felt bad like he was he was sooking up to us last night as we were watching um the boys great tv show by the way check it out on amazon prime um he was cuddling up lying on line on me and like obviously they, they take their they take their testicles obviously they leave their little pouch but you can see it. it's sort of like Shriveling and fading away It's almost like The Wicked Witch of the West When she hits that water It's like I'm melting And he's a uh. poor little Scrody is just this little Little skin flap At the moment With nothing in it And I think he holds a grudge That we, we took His little canackers.
2: Yeah If you took mine I would chew everything You own as well <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very upset
0: <laughs> Yeah But um, Yeah So so that happened But then Obviously we just finished Recording Hunger Games Just ducked out Secretator H Grabbed some water And one of the other new pot plants we bought to replace the one he just chewed on that same shelf was uh, taken off that shelf and getting chewed on this morning as well. So he's now outside. Chester's guilty by association, so they're both outside, (laughs) banished outside in the sun, like heaven forbid. But yeah, they're locked out now. But yeah, fuck dogs, man seriously
1: next next time put a plant on there just the one plant and douse it with like vinegar chili and there's something else and the second he bites into that shit he will hate it and he'll never do it again
0: yeah we're gonna go to um the pet store today and get like a couple like deer antlers and things because they're sort of like a long-term chew good for their teeth but also there's these things called like a, a thunder jacket And it's like a jacket for a dog, sort of tightly fitting uh, because yeah, it looks like Frenchies sort of get a bit of anxiety sometimes. And so this thing almost like replicates like a hug because it's sort of snugly fitting and apparently it calms them down and stops them from doing things like this. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, dogs and kids, man, who would want them? They are the fucking worst. Yeah, pets in
2: general. I was at a dinner on Friday night at my, my friend's house he was hosting and he has this cat and he dotes on this cat like it's the most adorable kid ever. He like holds it in his lap and he's like, you're so cute but like he's just, he's so into this cat and he was holding the cat for about, I don't know, 45 seconds, being super cute with it and then out of nowhere the cat took a swipe at his face. (laughs) If he wasn't wearing glasses it would have gone and hit his eye. (sighs) Um, Pets in general are no good, dude. Just, I reckon get rid of your dogs. Send them to Cali, to to San Fran,
1: I'll look after them. Miss
2: Sally Hart can look after them.
1: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll yes. look after those doggos. Doggos are great. Cats, no. But doggos are great. So I'll I'll look over, look after all the pups. All the breweries around here are dog friendly and it's great. I love oh,
0: it. Oh, yeah. They they would go mad for little Winston and Chester oh. walking that strip there, sitting there getting a couple of couple of IPAs.
1: Yeah, definitely. Bring them on.
0: Yeah, pets. I love pets. Sort of on that same tangent. I don't know if I ever told you. I had a pet snake way back when in a former life. Did I
1: ever tell you guys about this? I'm not sure, but it sounds right.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's certainly on Very brand. Very country. <laughs> stupid, stupid purchases that I regret about 12 minutes later. Yeah, I had this jungle carpet python called Ed. And um, when I sort of decided to, to head over to the States for a prolonged period of time, I let one of my friend's house sit the snake. So I took his tank over and everything else. And he was a bastard snake. Like, you know how they're like, you handle the snake it'll, it won't bite you. And the more you handle it, the more friendly it gets. Now, he got worse. Like, he just hated people in general. He'd bite the shit out of me all the time, just whack, 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 trying to feed him, whatever else. Anyway, long story short, Ed got out of his tank in my friend's house and they never found him. And this went for years. Like, they'd just gradually find snakes, like shed snake skins longer and longer in the house over this period. And like... I half expected one day for one of them to call me and say yep yeah, we found Ed he's strangled he strangled Ben to death or whatever else um you've got to come down to the police station but uh yeah so Ed's still out there getting bigger getting angrier <laughs> they never probably probably him. eating small children now but yeah snakes uh be careful with them seriously like it's such a dumb purchase but it's it's a dumb it pet. Happens. it's a dumb pet
2: yeah it like, really it is. does it does nothing and it doesn't bond with you people who think their snakes bond with them I just I don't believe them yeah, I feel like snakes yeah. are just like killers, you know.
0: Yeah, Ed especially was like he he had me marked for death the second I got him. It's like, mate, I'm feeding you the best fuzzy mice the world's ever seen, and he's like, "No, fuck you, whack, whack, whack."
2: <laughs> I want that. I want that white meat. That bread yeah. meat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: hey, that's funny. White meat. <laughs> mm. Double yeah, meat.
0: Very on brand.
2: I had a I had a dog for a weekend. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a bad.
1: This isn't a sad, uh, sad a story, story, is it? Uh You said you had a dog for a weekend and that I'm just making sure it's not going to end in a very sad.
2: (laughs) No, it's kind of like I look, it's not great, but I feel like I made the right decision and I feel like I made the responsible decision after making a very irresponsible decision to get a dog. Uh. So I like got this, this like little pug cross from the pound in Melbourne and um, I got it like on the Friday and I was like, cool, all right, this is this is my dog now. This is after having lived with you and Chester, Brendan, right? Yeah.
0: You had the FOMO. You, you missed you missed the little chetty. Yeah, that's right. I um anyway, this was
2: also the same year that I had a horrific breakup oh.
0: with um
2: with this girl. Like awful. Like I spent like basically the whole year drunk. And I was just making bad decisions I like right and sense up. This dog Marty being one of them. And I I got Marty on the Friday. Marty proceeded to piss everywhere in my house. And I was like not coping with it at all. I had no idea what to do. And then he, he also had um, kennel cough, right? Yeah. So yep. like within minutes of him coming in the house, he's like wheezing. And I'm freaking out thinking, fuck, what have I done? I think I like sprayed some like insect something, like insect um, insecticide, sorry, like in the backyard just to like clear something. And I thought he breathed it in and he was dying because of it. <laughs> So I was almost about to like take him to the vet straight off the bat, like 10 minutes into the house. Anyway, wasn't a good weekend. He kept pissing everywhere. I had this like beautiful wooden table that he just decided w- w- needed constant marking. Um, he kept like digging into the floorboards as well. He, I think he was like a terrier cross maybe. He kept like digging into like the wooden floorboards. So I was freaking out about that. I spent like the whole weekend like drunkenly taking care of this dog. And then come Monday, I was like, I had no idea what the fuck I was signing up for when I got this dog. <laughs> and i took him back i had to take him back thank god they like let me do that um the off, ladies period. Were all very sweet but yeah dude like that that made me realize that like because i still want a dog you know what i mean like it's yeah, been yeah, years. yeah. That, that was years ago but like i still want but it made me realize that you can't just get one like you you have to be like you have to show up and be super yeah. on it you gotta cause... be all in yeah that's
0: it it's a I, just, I just picture you back then, like drunk and Sam, and you're like, "Hey, Marty, that's the corner. I fucking piss in you. No, get out of here!" <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> just like, whacking him out of the way.
2: There was this moment where I was taking him for a walk, and uh, we were walking, and this is like a very Melbourne thing. Like on the main road, there's this huge grass nature strip, like huge grass nature strip, and there was these people, like these these people like my age, having a picnic that I did not know. And I'm walking by, and all of the girls immediately like gravitated towards Marty. And so I sat down and talked with them for 10 minutes. And like, that was like a, yeah, not bad, Marty. Like, not bad, Marty. Well done there, mm. mate. Like, nice one, nice one. Um, and I was like, considering... When I was considering like taking him back, I'm like, yeah, but like the social points, you know, I could get so many social <laughs> points. I don't know. I had a very they've, I had a very 2D pickup game back then though. So anyway.
0: Yeah, they've, they've certainly got that... Um, immediate in or or icebreaker if you are sort of potentially on the hunt or or trying to make new friends female male everything else in between like just walking down the street with the dog people just gravitate towards Mm. you naturally like and i find it's regardless of the type of dog you got like you could have a dog that looks like it's on death row or a dog that looks like it's going to kill everybody yeah and people still want to come over and pat it and get smoochy with the dog and whatever Mm -hmm. else um yeah so i i remember that back when I was sort of bachelor days with Chester. And I, I, I don't know why, but I took him to Newtown of all fucking places, which is the worst idea. It took me like two hours to get from one end of King Street to the other because every two seconds, people are coming up trying to meet Chester and talk to him and whatever else. But hmm. yeah, dogs have, dogs have a good amount of power in them, don't they? I feel it's like great.
1: that's mostly though, man with dog gets attraction. I don't feel like girls with a dog so much gets the same kind of like I guess if you're trying to get male attention I don't feel it works as well as you know on the opposite end
2: yeah do you think it's because it's like a sign of responsibility and mm-hmm. like, uh, like paternal um, like a display of sort of paternal I think whatever, it's just like- girls
1: like cute shit so you have cute dog in a- any way shape or form so, oh my god, cute dog and then it just so happens to be like you, owner of cute dog, I will interact with you. Mm. So you've got yeah, you've you're, got, you're sort of cute by extension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you you've got that time. You so if you didn't have the dog, you don't have that time to interact. So at least with your dog, you've got the anchor. But you've got to like you've gotta then bring it in kind of thing like that. So I just don't rather, think that yeah. You know, Guys I've never thought
2: about girls. it like that, Ali. Like mm. I, I know so many girls who have dogs, and I don't care about their dogs at all. Mm. Like not one bit.
0: It does yeah. nothing
2: for me. I had a dog,
0: but you, on the other hand, if you had a dog walking down the strip, yeah, oh, yeah. all those those girls, were like, oh, damn, he's such a good guy. I'd getting hit. You know, he's got this dog. He's looking center. after this fur baby. You know, I'm, four-legged child.
1: I'm a sucker for dogs. And, like, for the most part, i have resting bitch face. I have a horrible disposition. Someone has a dog and for some reason, like, just goes to the opposite scale. And you just hear me do the, oh, my God, the cute little puppy. And it scares anyone that knows me. But for those few seconds, I just turn into, like, and people don't appreciate it either if I say they have a cute puppy and it's clearly like a rough and mean kind of pit bull, mm-hmm. and I'm just saying, "Oh, you're so cute, you're so beautiful," and then their yeah. owner's just like, "That's not the effect I wanted."
0: Yeah, dog dogs are great, but yeah, they are they are certainly a lot of effort, and yeah. it's just little things like we're, we're sort of going, "Yep, yeah, you know, Pax is coming up in a few months or whatever," it's like, "Fuck, what are we going to do with the dogs?" Doggy hotel. So it's it's like you can't just chuck them in your bag and take them with you or you know, leave them out in the backyard with a bowl of water and they'll be right. It's, yeah, you gotta, you got to factor in, yeah, doggy hotels or a friend mm. me- friend or a family member to come look after them. It's, yeah, dogs and kids, they are, yeah, they can be the fun police sometimes. They just suck it out of you. But at the same time, you love them.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think dogs are probably better than children.
0: Dogs are better yeah. than
1: children. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think no we offense, can all <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, to all those children listeners out there, oh. you're not as good as a dog.
1: Yeah, to all those children. You listeners. Might be actually
0: you might be better than Winnie right now because yeah, he's in the bad books, for the uh, bastard. Yeah. Pulls so out. Pax. Yeah. Pax yeah. Is coming Pax. Up. Pax is coming up. It's coming up pretty bonkers. Evening.
1: Sad face.
0: Yeah, a few months away, two and a half months away, or something like that. Got some panels. Got some. Uh, got some sort of representation on the audio technica stand again which is pretty exciting got some new merch that's going to be rolling out there as well it's it's all happening it's all happening you know the the 8-bit nation is growing uh by the minute Uh, and i must say dream sort of on an unrelated note and obviously this is an audio-based medium uh you as ling xiao you is a thing of (laughs) beauty i must say (laughs) Uh, you make that little sort of one piece skirt dress thing she has going with the little ruffled sort of shoulders, you, you make it work. <laughs> is I that all Pull that off in real life.
2: Yeah. Is that so? This is the eight bit family portrait.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the eight bit family portrait <laughs> is taking shape. The final draft is done, and they're starting to, or um, Matt starting to put the the final line work together on all of them individually now, and they are starting to look very very swish. And uh, yeah, you're you looking pretty cute slash handsome at the same time. It's uh it's good to see. <laughs> What's that movie? The um. Ah, the silence of the lambs,
2: where he's like oh, yeah. tucked in. He's like, would you fuck me? Yeah, fuck. I'd fuck. Me. Yeah. Oh, Wild Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's what I'm channeling right now. I like. that. I love that. I, I don't know what's think you should tell portrait. I, I think the the cool thing about the portrait is I'm just looking at all of those little characters and I can tell exactly who everyone is.
1: Can you? It's done
2: so well. Yeah, I reckon I can get 95 percent of it easy. And there are a couple of, like question marks. Because there just happens to be a few people with beards in the whole eight bit collective, which is totally fine. It's cool, man. (laughs) Grow a beard if you can,
0: but um, but yeah, I think I can get ninety five percent.
1: I know I made that difficult with my beard too. So see if you can spot me. You stand
0: out right now because yeah, you are the only female (laughs) in the uh, in the portrait. So dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I've noticed that there is a lot of beards in the gaming industry, or especially at least in in amongst the the eight bit community. That's for sure. Everyone's rocking the beards as you said power to them i do it out of laziness and the fact i've got a bit of a moon head so it sort of changes the shape and uh sizing of my head a little bit for the better but uh yeah
2: what are the like what are the common traits of like a male gamer it does seem to be the the beard Beard. the beard happens to be something
0: neck beard or face beard or a combination of the two yeah some kind of facial hair yeah Yep. graphic tee,
1: usually black
0: and usually a size or two too big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yep. Uh, craft
2: beer. Do you think craft beer is a crossover?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that.
1: No, see that. not craft beer. That would suggest that they all have money.
0: Craft beer or a, like a video game themed cocktail. Like a mana potion or some bullshit like oh, that. Like that would be their go to at a bar. You Did know? you see the thing I had at um, Spawn Point the other
2: night?
1: Was it glittery? Yeah,
0: that was the, the Lado drink, wasn't it?
1: Yeah,
2: Lado. Um, what was it? I, I can't remember. I think it was. Look, I think it was actually just the Cosmopolitan, <laughs> which is like vodka, cranberry juice, shaken over ice. That's, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was given a different name and he put glitter in it. And I mm. just couldn't stop looking at it. It looked yeah, very it was, pretty. It was very pretty. Was, yeah, I'll throw it up again this week, actually. Just just for this, just so that people know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it was cool as shit, man. What were you doing at Spawn Point, by the way? Yeah, that was I, was, um, I was on a date. I was on a date. And Ooh. um, yeah, we were actually across the road at Baxter's Inn first. So um, Good,
0: good start point. Baxter's one of the best bars in Sydney.
2: Yeah, but she suggested it And she doesn't drink whiskey Which is exclusively what they sell there mm-hmm. <laughs> So <laughs> It's like a scotch bar And she doesn't like brown 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 um, like uh, spirits Yeah, brown liquor <laughs> um, And then we were going across the road to another bar Like you go downstairs to go to Spawn Point You go upstairs to go to a place called Old Mate's And we are going there But then I realized where I was And I pointed it out So we went down kicked her ass in Mario Kart, kicked her ass in Smash Brothers, asserted my dominance <laughs> in this like relationship already mm-hmm. early. Hang on, um, what character did she pick?
1: What character did she pick?
2: Oh, dude, she picked she picked Link, but it was it was actually kind of adorable. She she didn't know how to cuz it was the GameCube controller. Mm. She had no idea what she was doing. She's only used to playing like the original on 64 and I think this m- must have been melee. She kept running off the wall, like running off the edge. Oh, yeah. Aww. She didn't know. She Bless. she had no idea what she was doing.
0: But You know what? She had a crack, and that's all you can all you can ask for in that situation. And some ca- people mm-hmm. would
1: say she picked the best character for some of the Super Smash Brothers. So points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I, I got to say, you know, one thing that uh, certainly they did not have a crack in, and mailed it in right from the jump. The remake of The Lion King.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My goodness, what a lackluster turd of a movie that was. Like, Can you, can you explain why without yeah, spoiling? Yeah, how about can you explain?
2: You just tell me, okay. Tell me why okay. the thing... It's meant to be like a carbon copy, right?
0: It's, it's a carbon copy, obviously, CGI as opposed to the old traditional sort of hand-drawn. animation style, hand-drawn... Um, so, so they've they've embedded it in, in a realist part of Africa, you know. I, I, the CGI work is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. Like, it's gorgeous, but being so hyper realistic, there's no real facial animations on the animals. So a lot of the a lot of the voice work I think gets lost in that. But also the voice work itself, it feels like they just didn't care. They were there for a paycheck. Like even James L, James L. Jones is back as Mufasa, which is brilliant. But even his lines now, it's like. Simba, you see everything the light touches. That is ours, and it's just like, come cool, on, where's 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 the passion gone, James Earl Jones? Where you at? And even like Donald Glover as as older Simba, bloody Beyonce is Nala, um, Seth Rogen as Pumble wasn't too bad, mm-hmm. but um, John Oliver as uh, Zazu the bird, he was shit ass in that role. Like felt I like he was just have to off agree
1: script. with you in that, unfortunately, he was not good as Zazu that's one thing i'm gonna have to agree with you
0: yeah but just that the songs like obviously they cut down some of the songs but pretty well every song you know from the original are there they didn't i didn't feel like they were executed to the same like level of joy and being a hyper realistic movie they cgi'd out all the genitalia of all the animals it's like okay we're gonna show (laughs) animals getting eaten and attacked no, no animal genitalia at all. It just, it maybe, just felt like they were checking boxes, man. It was. Just, maybe
2: you should take Winston to see it just to normalize the idea of not oh having. Oh yeah,
1: generals. make him feel better about it.
0: That is yeah. not a bad idea at all. That might calm him down and maybe stop him chewing. But look at these big majestic lions and rhinoceroses yeah. and everything else. They, have they no don't balls. have balls either. Mm. Can Can I ask? Is there
2: like violent scenes in this? Yes. In the same way that like there's violent scenes in the in the first one not like awfully violent obviously but there's like a fight at the end zazu
1: draws blood from a hyena zazu draws blood from a hyena
2: dude that's a bit like yeah that's what i thought when i first kind of started thinking about this movie was that if if you're doing it like super realistic like it doesn't i don't know it doesn't really lend itself well to those like in those moments it just it it maybe seems too violent it would seem too violent to me i guess because yeah. it seems so lifelike
0: yeah, yeah the the fights the fights are like you're watching animal planet like yeah. because these lions are ripping at each other with their claws and their big teeth like it is a lot more jarring than the animated one where it is obviously yeah more accessible for kids yeah. so i'd see what they're trying to do with the realism but it just it just felt like a cheap knockoff
1: so this is what i'm on the other end where i don't think it's i'm not by mo- no means am I saying it's a fantastic movie and I'm not saying it lives up to the animated like version. But what I am going to say is I think I approached it with a different perspective because um, they went for the realism and I agree. There was uh, Zazu. Um, his voice was just always off. Uh, Mufasa came across as more pompous than um as a you know as a warrior as a you know he actually came across as very pompous to me um which he's actually, a big dog yeah which made me not actually like him um and beyonce as nala was bad but um timon and pumba were perfect they were great
0: i'll admit that was fantastic and
1: other characters were good too i actually didn't mind the movie i went in the perspective that it, to me, it felt like someone took like a nature documentary and someone just added lines on top of it to make a story. And to cool. me, it really wasn't that bad. Um, it is going to lose points because it completely fucked my favorite song in Disney that I love, which is um, "Be Prepared," which is so Oh, uh, it Star. was so
0: bad. It was
1: so bad, so bad. First, I got told the song's not in the movie, and I'm like, "How can you do that?" I wish it wasn't in there now because he talks it.
0: Mm. And it was really Be disappointing. prepared. Yeah, it was very <laughs> it disappointing. It was tough sledding,
1: but for the most part, I actually don't think think it was as horrible as everyone says it is. I think it actually was, you know, an enjoyable movie. It wasn't fucking fantastic, but it wasn't horrible. Yeah,
2: yeah but the first one was fantastic. Yeah. I think that's the trouble. And See, and I, I, I just... maybe
1: that's where I'm coming from too. Because Lion King's good. I wouldn't have. I won't put it as one of my favorite Disney movies, though.
2: What's your favourite?
1: What's my favourite Disney movie?
2: Yeah, I'm judging uh, you now.
1: Uh, well, unfortunately, because I'm um, being female, is um, Little Mermaid. Oh, that's alright. It's a good film. Mm.
0: Mm. Uh, it's one of the best. Yeah. It's one mm. of the best. it's also not Entries, without though. controversy, is it? The old Little Mermaid now with the casting choices. Yeah. So, mm, th- more, more water cooler discussion moving forward mm. on that one too.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about Mulan not having any music and them just being dead serious and it being kind of like maybe a history piece?
0: Yeah, like I like that they're going that way, but the fact that they've they've eliminated the little dragon, little Eddie Murphy dragon. So there's no um, dragon at all. Yeah, no Mushu at all. He's okay. Gonski's. Uh, and also, obviously, the big thing in the original Mulan is that she's trying to disguise herself as a male to get into the you know the Chinese army. But in this, it's pretty much she is Mulan. She is this warrior woman. So they've sort of changed the the whole premise of the film as well so i don't Mm. know but it looks cool it's Mm. i I like big action set pieces and and period war pieces and things like that so give it a look
2: is there a problem
0: with that story
1: like like
2: with with her having to become a man to like fight in the army or is it just that it didn't work for them i'm trying to work it out like if that's a pc thing
1: look yeah i don't know the original story and how what what actually happens with that To me, it makes more sense that she would have to pretend to be a man to get into the Chinese army. So I don't know, and I'm gonna hate saying this on, especially on recording, but I feel like lately with all these Disney movies, they kind of have to give women a bit of a yeah, you know, and they did it with yeah, they did it with Aladdin and made Jasmine some, you know, ambitious kind of thing. They made Nala very prominent in friggin' Lion King, which wasn't really needed. I get what they were going with, but fuck, just because you signed up Beyonce doesn't mean you needed her to be in it. Like, give her, like, more lines and everything because she was not nailing them. And so maybe with this, they're like, oh, it's not a good message to send to girls that to be a part of this, you have to, you know, represent yourself as a man, yeah, to actually get yourself somewhere. So I don't know. I don't know. I just... Mm. It's something that I'm seeing and although it's positive, I don't like it being force-fed. Being force-fed just feels like being force-fed. Yeah,
2: that was yeah, a big if problem it's with organic, the Avengers.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Ooh, in Endgame. Oh,
1: Endgame. the superpower the moment.
2: They, they got, like, crucified for that. Because mm-hmm. it's just... um, It's it's just playing to that one particular... Like, for, like, what, 10 seconds as well? 15 seconds? Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they do this all-female moment, which is totally forced and totally contrived. And, like, the Russo brothers... They pat themselves on the back a little too much, I think. Mm-hmm. For that and for the like gay character at the start of that film as well. Like They were coming out congratulating themselves, basically, that they, they'd they finally put it, like a gay character in the Marvel Universe after 10, 11 years. And it's just some fucking B character. Not even like a B character. It's just some nobody in the universe who they just happen to acknowledge is gay. And that's the best they did. But they're, well, like, they're doubling out, down on that now. with congratulatory
0: <laughs> With yeah. the new Thor film where, obviously, Valkyrie's now queen of the asgardians or king of the asgardians and she needs to find her queen they're really doubling down on the the sort of lgbtq focus in that mcu and um tessa thompson like she's she's a great actress and and she doesn't classify herself as gay or straight as well like she's very Mm. very forward with that type of thing so it lends itself to that valkyrie character really well but yeah it's i think it's just unnecessary sometimes with the the social justice hammering down your throat that marvel and and disney love to do
1: look and it's a difficult topic anyway because everyone deserves representation in media and i agree with that but then there's this just patronizing level where you're just like i don't think you did this with good intention i think you did this to tick a box and like sam said pat Mm. yourself on the back kind of thing so you can tell the difference you can can can, always
2: tell the difference you can tell where it's it is contrived and you can tell where it's genuine and meaningful yeah Uh, Uh, problems problems. are you glad we don't have to write scripts and stuff
0: yeah like i can i can see that it would obviously come with its own set of challenges and everything else but it it is something that's a bit exciting to be able to write your story like that and then see it translate onto a big screen there's something cool about that that's always been loosely appealing to me and i don't know it's it's interesting to see people's dreams become reality in 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 media yeah. Uh, on a television screen, film screen, music, whatever it might be. In the creative arts, I guess you could say.
1: I think there's this mm. um, issue, though, with the, especially with the comic book movies, where they're handing them over to just anybody and whether they actually know much about the source material. Um, who was it? Um, she played um, Psylocke in X-Men. And she said that... The oh, peop- Olivia Munn. Yeah. She said she was shocked that the people that were involved in creating that movie knew nothing about, you know... Yeah. And I'm like, see, that's that's an issue. You, you always assume that when these things get made that there's at least some sort of like person that's like maybe fact-checking or maybe really giving some kind of authenticity, but no.
2: Well, there's tons of people involved who, who their job is totally to, to to do that, to like try and tie in things and Easter eggs and all that stuff. But it, maybe it's like, the director has no lived history with the, with the IP, you know, probably, probably more something like that. Mm. Or the writers come in and just fix the script uh, because the, the Marvel story they're lifting just doesn't work for cinema or something like that. So they'll
1: just do something. I get that. I get that. You just, I think when you think about, especially with us and pop culture and nerd culture and everything like that, when it's something very close to people, you kind of hope that it's being uh, handled with care. So I think um, with anything, you're going to get some outrage if it's, you know.
0: you know. You know what I'm excited for though, off the back of Comic-Con last week is The Witcher.
1: Yeah. Like I, I've, been, yeah. I've been
0: beating this drum obviously since it got announced, but then that trailer dropped last week at San Diego Comic-Con and my God, it looks so good. I am hyped as hell to see what they do with that on Netflix.
1: I'm still not invested. I agree that I previously was poo-pooing it saying, eh, it doesn't look that great. Uh, It looks like some weird BBC kind of TV movie kind of BS. But now seeing the trailer, I'm seeing it starting to flourish and become its own thing. I can see where it might have some success. So, but
2: Yeah. uh. Can you tell anything from the trailer, Brendan? About, like, the story or...
0: They're they're focusing on the short stories before the, the mainline... Uh, books so it's okay. going to be almost like so it'll be before all the games you could say so it'll yep. be cool that they'll be writing their own their own story for lack of a better term with with this uh television adaptation but i'm hyped like it looks really cool they've, they've sort of shown a few monsters in there they've shown how magic's going to play a part in there as well uh it's, it's obviously uh an ma or an r rating depending on where you are in the world so there's going to be a lot of violence a lot of sex so it's going to be a more fantasy Game of Thrones as we've talked about, and Henry Cavill, I'm I'm all in as him as Geralt, and sort of, I was watching some of the the interview from the or the panel that they did at, at Comic Con, and he said he's even played through like the Witcher games, especially Witcher three. He's played through that like three times now, which is you know that's that's a hell of an investment. That is that is a monster of a game, mm. and um to see actors sort of dive into the source material and get as involved as they can on it, I think it's great and. Oh. It's uh, Lauren Hissrich or Hissreich who's sort of helming this. Like I'm excited because she did Daredevil. She did The Defenders wasn't a great comparison, but she also did The Umbrella Academy. She was sort of behind those. That was cool. Oh. So, um, you know, she knows how to weave a good story and work within that Netflix constraint. So yeah, bring it on. Bring on the the monster slay the sex. The They've all also confirmed they will have the... The Geralt in the the bath, you know, like that sort of meme that circulates where his feet feet are up in the bath. So you might see a bit of a uh, Henry Cavill Henry Cavill love muscle. Who knows?
1: <laughs> Henry Cavill Jr. I <laughs> I have no idea what the story is, but um, like there's already a few characters that are already making me turn my nose. Like just seeing them acting in the trailer. I know that's a really bad way to judge something, but. Mm, Hopefully, it's like, hopefully, it's not like that, but some chick that's like ugly and then she doesn't. and Yennefer? Is that her name? Yennefer.
0: Yeah, Yeah, Yennefer of uh, Wengerberg.
1: Yennefer.
0: Yep. Yeah, they've all got interesting Uh, names like Yennefer, there's Triss, there's Siri. Obviously, it's it's a fantasy world, so they've got it. They can't just be John, Mary, and Steve.
1: I would watch John, Mary, and Steve,
0: (laughs) the monster hunters.
1: Now it has to be an Aussie fantasy.
2: What did you guys think of all the
0: Marvel stuff to come out of um, Comic Con? There was a lot. There was like, a lot. It was. I was following like the Marvel Universe Twitter account and just sort of watching the live ticker updates, and it was like, here's another new show announced for their their Disney live streaming service. Here's a movie. Here's this. Here's that. <coughs> and it was, it was certainly death by a thousand cuts for this Phase Four. There's some interesting choices like. Seeing there's what there's a Loki television series now there's Winter Soldier and Falcon series there's Wanda and Vision or One Division or whatever they're calling it and then they've <laughs> got like this weird voice acting only one What If or whatever it was or whatever they're calling it
1: oh there's the one that's What If yeah where it's just yeah. gonna have all those like stories and stuff but um Hawkeye's getting their his own um series in uh, Disney Plus I think it is yeah so yeah that's the one I'm looking forward to
0: yeah I, th- I thought it was cool i like i guess i was expecting a little bit more but like at the same time we still got an absolute bucket load like because what this only encompasses the next to like 2022 isn't it i think it's sort of up until mm. so we're just sort of seeing what the next three to four years are so i mean yeah i'm not gonna complain
1: we got the new thor movie as well um which is funnily enough put the you know rustled the jimmies of a few guys but um i mean that looks interesting that looks um like no it looks interesting because of where they're taking no, the story just rustled the jimmies. oh rustled the jimmies <laughs> sorry. yeah sorry the old lady coming out and obviously blade getting announced as well so that's bloody awesome um yeah
0: what about you Dreamo? anything anything move the needle from the the phase four announcements
2: no nothing oh like absolutely nothing I'm just. I think I am w- well and truly done. I think I was well and truly done a while ago. But yeah, like I was watching um Far From Home, Spider Man Far From Home, and like most of the time through that film, I was just thinking, why, why am I even watching this shit? Like, where is this all leading to now? What is this setting up? Do I have like another eleven years in me for them to set up like a Thanos level um sort of plot?
0: You to know, just you weave do. In?
2: I I just don't care enough, man. Like, uh, and it's like it doesn't take much. All you have to do is just show up and watch the film. You know what I mean? But I just I I feel like I've seen the same film twenty two times already. Felt like that with the
1: Avengers.
0: To a degree, like I think Spider Man, the way it's put together is a little bit differently. It's that sort of eighties coming of age rom com, which I really like. It's more lighter in tone. And I just love Tom Holland. It's funny. This is almost a mirroring discussion we've had from THC earlier this morning. But yeah, this next this next wave, like black the Black Widow movie, yeah, yeah. like fair enough. Scarlett Johansson, uh, the Eternals, which was announced, which which could be pretty cool. Uh, the the cast on that look pretty impressive. Shang Chi, I've got real no skin in the game. I never really got behind any of those comics in that storyline. Wandavision, man. Doctor Strange. Horror. Yeah. Apparently, the first horror-related MCU entry, so that could be pretty cool. And then Thor: Love and Thunder. Like Thor, Ragnarok. Taika Waititi is a fucking gun. Yeah. I loved exact everything he did with with Ragnarok. So if there's more of that more of that, I'm down. And um, obviously, we've got we've got the new uh, lady, uh, well, returning lady, we should say, is yeah. Natalie Portman coming back, who's going to be playing Thor. So it'll be interesting because. OG origin story, she actually gets struck down with cancer and uh, then she's deemed worthy enough to, to, to wield Molyneux and, and become Thor. So I wonder if they're going to go down that route and be more of a passing of the torch from Hemsworth to, to Portman moving forward. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think with you, Ali, Blade was probably like, the, ooh, like outside of Thor, that Blade announcement was like, yeah, I'm down for some bloody Maha Shayla playing oh, yeah. as Blade. Yeah. I, yeah, but have you seen Blade recently? Yeah, like the, the original the was on the other day. Ones. It's fucking sick.
2: They are, yeah, they're fantastic. And I, I want to see like a super violent blade. You know? Yeah. I don't want to see a Disney blade.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. Wait, are you sure you watched the other blades? They were pretty violent. Um, I have actually been wondering with Disney owning everything, um, how bad. how yeah how that goes with um you know, violence, certain actors. Like, is Disney really concerned about the family-friendly brand anymore? Or are they going to say, like, no, like, you know, we have to make... Like, horror. They're making a horror. Mm. So, Blade should be... Is it a horror horror? Oh, who knows?
0: Yeah, it might have, like, horror elements to it. Like, (laughs) I think Blade will probably go down the same path as the originals because... They've showed they're more inclined to show a little bit more violence and and tread off the the centralized kid-friendly path. So, mm. yeah, I, I think Blade will be a bit of a darker story. Uh, hopefully, it's very much in line tonally with, with the originals with Snipes and mm. uh, Maheshala, who's playing him. He's, he's a weapon of an actor. It's, yeah. it's interesting to see him in this because he was like the the big bad in uh, Luke Cage. So, they've pretty much made Cotton. all... The Marvel Netflix shows canon um, immediately. They're just like, yeah, we're we're ignoring these actors and these previous roles they played and recast. But yeah. yeah, we'll see what Phase Four brings from twenty twenty two onwards.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. <laughs> Blade, oh, X Men, Fantastic Four,
1: Hawkeye. Um, <sighs> it's it's pretty difficult going back to kind of what you were saying, Sam. Where you said, do I really need to watch this? Like. Do I have another few years in me to actually watch it? I've got to say, it's really difficult being a DC fan and just seeing Marvel succeed the way it does, and then just like sitting back and just like looking at the other side and watching like DC in like in but, flames. Uh, so but I have
2: more admiration for the DC universe. Oh, I have I way lo- more admiration for what they've tried to do cinematically.
1: Trust me, like, you know, fucking but, <laughs> preaching to the choir. <laughs>
2: Like, you never see Disney take a chance on anything in Marvel. There's, mm-hmm. n- there's no chances taken in any of these films. They all play it safe. They all do everything you expect them to do. Mm-hmm. You go in knowing basically that the hero will save the day at some point. All the beats, all the plot, like, they're, they're all so easy to sort of pick apart. But, like, when you look at what DC tries to do, and, like, part of it is that they're, they're dealing with, like, a lot of problems. Like, they, tr- they tried establishing a lot of characters too quickly. Yeah. They didn't have, like, the lead time. All mm-hmm. that stuff, but they were like, still, the, the stories are fucking crazy. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Wonder Woman's fantastic. Yeah, I think oh, Wonder yeah. Woman's better than most Marvel films.
0: Yeah, I'll admit to that, hundred uh, percent. Yeah,
2: and uh, I, but I haven't seen Aquaman
1: it's I not it's it's bad. a visual
0: feast People the story was a little weak, but visually it's it's stunning,
1: yeah well yeah. like it wasn't bad, but at least with that they're actually spawning off um they're gonna be creating a movie in regards to that area where he goes to find his mum and I just like, made said then, like a spoiler. with atlantis <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry, I just stopped myself because I'm like that's technically a spoiler um <laughs> So, but yeah, the, like those crazy creatures that come from the underground and everything like that. So like, I think they're talking about doing a spin off from like that kind of area. So yeah, I think I said a spoiler.
0: <laughs> eh, it's all right. It's all right. And, I, and I'm like, I'm not upset of Robert Pattinson being cast as an ex Batman. Yeah. I, that's, I think yeah. that's, that's a pretty decent choice.
1: I to be honest, like I I have no reason to be against it. Like yeah, he was in a teen throb movie when he was younger. Everyone's been in a shitty film. Like I, you know, just show me a trailer and then I'll start making some decisions, mm. you know.
0: I think they just got to be committed and plan it out. They don't need to rush all these characters in at once with this big ensemble just Create the universe, build the world, and then slowly incorporate them into one big group if they want to try and reboot this Justice League again. so Or the uh, the Naked League, as we talked about. Full spoilers on the uh, the Hungry Gamers.
1: Episode 161. No. Yes.
0: Yeah. I want to ask you, Dream, because we covered this on, on THG. Uh, what, if you could have a superpower or ability, what would it be? Uh, you only get one, so you can't say, I want to be Superman or something like that. And how would you use it? Would you use it for good? Would you use it for evil? Would you use it for your own sort of self-gain? Give me the rundown.
2: But be- be- before I answer this question, let me say this: I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Um, <laughs> so it's funny that you asked me this question. And what I've landed on, I've landed on reading minds. I've okay, I oh Yeah, and let me you can let be like Professor Xavier. I got like a lot of good, like good, good, good reasons why. One. Like, if you know what people are thinking, you you know how to persuade them to do things. And you know how to break them, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so you know what their deepest, darkest, like, secrets are and what their fears are. And you could totally manipulate that. Like, it's a super villainous thing, you know? And I feel like if I was in this world, I would probably, like, steer towards the villain side for fun. Maybe help mm-hmm. the good guys out every now and then. But I would use my telepathy to do that. My like, my mind control shit. Not mind control, i like reading minds power to do that, you know?
0: No. You'd have to, with Why? an ability like that, you'd have to be able to turn it off and off, on and off though, I think. Otherwise exactly. you'd go insane. Like you
2: learn to control it. Like, you'd be like
0: Xavier. But-
1: here's my my problem with it like with my crazy anxiety i already think people are saying bad shit about me i don't want to read someone's mind and find out they really are saying bad shit about me like
2: all right let me let me say this then you will know whether or not they they are therefore you won't be anxious about it because you know
1: but now I'm like, like, uh, why, why did it, how did we get to this point? Now I've got to worry about that. Like you can, yeah. Oh, see, you know, no. the thing
2: is you don't have to, you don't have to like wonder about that at all. You just read their mind. You're like, oh, that's why. No, fighted, see that's I not fighted, how it works with it me. <laughs> that's uh, not that, how that's it works why. with
1: me. Oh, holy Lord. Nah, I could not deal with that.
2: Oh. I think, I think there's like, there's a lot of good little gaps in the world where like a good mind reader could come in handy about the oh, only yeah.
1: thing that I would do is I would say I bet a hundred dollars if I can guess the number that you're thinking between a hundred and one and let them think about it and then go was it this and then you win hundred bucks
2: let, <laughs> let me throw this at you like if you can read minds yeah. and you play who wants to be a millionaire you've won the million because you just read Eddie's head and you know he knows what the answer is because he's looking at the screen and so you just like read his mind. Oh, it's A. You know what
0: I mean? Easy mill. Yeah, you, you become like the sports almanac from bloody Back to the Future. You know all <laughs> yeah. the answers. So you can just become well a, a, a self made billionaire. Just like a game
2: show uh, yeah, connoisseur just rolling around just smashing the game show circuit.
1: But you couldn't you couldn't do that because they'd start thinking something was up, you were cheating somehow.
2: You, you, could, you could work for the military and like interrogate spies and you would fucking get everything, yeah, national secrets yeah, like out of these true. guys, you know? And I'm sure there's like a lot of really like greedy ways that you could use it in business to get ahead.
0: Okay. I'd go to, I'd go to Buzz Aldrin straight away and be like, did you actually walk on the moon, motherfucker? Oh, wow. You See, theorists. you could get some of life's
2: <laughs> mysteries like absolutely um, confirmed. You just go to the White House and you just say, What's in Area 51? And they don't have to tell you, but they'll yeah. start thinking about it. And then you're like, oh, So that's what's there.
0: They say that's- nothing, but well, I'll see you on September 20th, mate. It's on. Yeah, yeah. Is that <laughs> happening? What's going on yeah. with this? Half a million but- people have signed the petition or something no now one's to, going. To, to rush Area 51.
1: No one's going. There'll be those weird people that were thinking it's very serious, but the ugh, the rest of them are just like, Yeah, that was a funny joke.
0: And and the funny thing is, they they won't be like, like if this actually does happen. American military will gun down some of these people. Like I have no doubts that they will kill some of these people because there's there's some shit in there for sure. I'd put good money on that there is some some extraterrestrial life forms in in that bloody in that facility.
1: No, it's stealth craft.
0: Oh, that too, but it's stealth craft. Originating from alien technology. There's
1: no way. There'd have to be someone who'd work in there for long enough, who has retired, who you know would go senile or something. Like Area Fifty One and the concept of it has been around long enough that someone would have let something slip.
0: oh there's leaked documents all over the place. I've watched many a uh, conspiracy theory on <laughs> YouTube or on find Netflix. Find out that you're
1: so. <laughs> one of those bloody aluminium foil tin hat people. Is this where we I'm find all this- about it? Oh no. I, I
0: I just think the universe is that big there can't not be, we can't be the only life Oh, I
1: there. agree with that. No,
2: it's yeah, it's mathematically impossible. But hey, yeah. so like like real quick, Brendan, what's what's in Area 51 according to like the rumors?
0: Oh, like there's sort of downed alien spacecraft and some potential alien body. It depends like you you see all kinds of classified documents that have been leaked, and it's you take a lot of it with a grain of salt, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, there, there's tech. I, I have no doubt there's technology and stuff like that in there, like, and all kinds of other just random military secrets.
2: Maybe we should go
0: on September twenty. We'll rush. We'll rush yeah. the gates.
2: We'll go see Ali and then we'll go.
1: All right. Okay. Well, I'll get a van, and we'll make a day of it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: practice your
1: naruto run <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was,
2: so that like naruto run it's the same as like how they run in dragon ball z and when i was um like in the early episodes of dragon ball z they run like baseboard arms mm-hmm. back like run 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 um and when i was in like the under sixes or under sevens soccer team
1: oh, no. i'd
2: just seen it on dragon ball z and so i decided to do it at soccer and i remember doing like a sprint halfway up the field doing that and then um as i was like jogging back to like the starting position the coach said to me run properly mate <laughs> <laughs> and, that,
1: <laughs>
2: and that made me so like that made me so upset <laughs> yeah,
0: just shaped the man you are today
2: <laughs> yeah there's no nonsense salim yeah <laughs> so
1: any any moment you just have that echoing in the back of your head now just run properly mate
2: that's Aww. it yeah I'm going to say like it, it'll, it'll, it'll echo through generations. Like my kid will do it. And then and then, and then my own like trauma, I'll, I'll force it on you. Run properly, mate. What are you doing? Yeah. No, I'll let my kid run however he wants.
0: Hopefully Bullshit. something else that will echo through generations is the 8 cast. Uh, I just realized we had not introduced the show at all today. So I figure we may as well do it on the back end when we're saying our goodbyes. But yes, this has been another episode of the 8 cast, the 8 collective's fortnightly conversational podcast here with various members of said hash- hashtag apic collective. And uh, today we've been breaking down all things. Uh, so be sure to rate, review, subscribe us on all the podcast hosting platforms of choice. Uh, if you've gotten this early via your support on Patreon, we thank you. Uh, if you haven't and you feel like supporting us in a little bit way other than just giving those ratings and subscriptions uh, for as little as a dollar, you can get early access to the AP cast as well as a heap of other exclusive perks and swag. You cannot get anywhere else in the universe Dream, Ali, thanks for stopping on by and uh, freestyling here. Anything you guys want to say before we close this bad boy down?
1: Wanking wasn't bad. Wanking is never bad. Mm. Good ending.
0: They just mailed it in. They mailed it in.
1: No balls isn't bad.
0: That's true. That's true. Bring back lion genitalia, please.
1: Hashtag.
0: Or maybe that's like a... Like more of a, a sort of social, maybe that's sort of their response to poachers. Maybe that's, there's some kind of subliminal message about all the, the poaching going on in Africa. Who knows? Do they have People arseholes? stealing balls?
1: Oh, you don't no. see any
0: buttholes, no. No, no buttholes. Do they, is there any reference to poo-poo? There's a reference to farting.
1: There's a reference to dung. Yeah, there's poop.
0: Really? Yep, there's yeah,
1: there's poop. Oh yeah, there's Do a little they... dung beetle in there. Mm-hmm.
0: Do they um
2: do they clearly not have assholes or is it just that you never see a shot where the tail's up so you can see an asshole?
0: Nah, there's no buttholes. There's you no never buttholes. see one.
2: Like, but y- you should see one. And you, you should oh, yeah. see
0: one. Yeah, Why did you I get say, a lot oh, of pum- yeah. Pumba strutting around from sort of you sort of see him almost third person view and you see his little tail up like this, but no mm-hmm. little, no little, uh, no, no little, little starfish, no little winky no. face.
1: No, <laughs>
0: no. Mm, but boy. I like they actually said farted. Because remember in oh, the, yeah. in the original when he's singing his song and, and he he meant to say fart but Timon censors him but no one senses him he says fart and it made me laugh I thought that oh,
1: was nice and I've got a, like I said Timon and Pumbaa make that movie but they say they say these little references which are little digs to the cartoon but it's usually just Timon and Pumbaa just doing observational things so yeah they definitely made that movie
0: yeah for anyone that hasn't watched the original they will enjoy this but anyone that has watched the original
1: you probably enjoy it a little less. But uh, yeah, this has been
0: the APCast. I'd also like to give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Aaron Lucas, Andrew Natoli, Anthony Flarida, Beck White, Chris Nelson, Colin Sparing, Howard Smith, Jared Howard, Josh Enor, Liam Hart, Logan Wilkinson, Nathan Tilly-Laurie, Pete, Screamers, T-Dag, and Tom Chavez. Thank you all for your continuous support. It truly means the world to us. Until next time, AP Nation, much love. Stay hungry.
2: <laughs> Keep casting! I don't know.